Yes, my name is uh, Philip Kim. I'm a student at George Mason University. I'm currently a junior studying communication. Can you tell me a little bit about your own mental health journey? Right. So it's hard to say because I've never been like medically diagnosed with like depression or any of those things. Uh, but I guess it really all starts from the fact that my family moved from South Korea to the U.S. when I was seven. And I spoke no English and didn't have the best social skills. Uh, and that kind of was a struggle for me coming here and um, um, just being frustrated all the time because I didn't know what's going on around me. Uh, and uh, I would let out those uh, feelings of frustration and, and even anger uh, in uh, forms of you know yelling, screaming, uh, throwing a fit. Uh, I guess I didn't really commit violence per se but i did i do remember like throwing a chair in a classroom when, when i was in like first or second grade i also remember like literally just shoving a peer of mine when i was in fifth or sixth grade um so you know those things kept adding up i would uh, literally just burst out saying random things because i was so frustrated that i couldn't communicate with people and it wasn't just a linguistic barrier. At first, it was, but you know, later on, you just uh, even uh, even after I kind of spoke English for the most part, I just I had not learned how to really um, build relationships with people, uh, my peers at that time. I feel like so I had a hard time doing that. So uh, yeah, I just remember from middle school to high school, there was this psychiatrist. My mother happened to know. Uh, and um, I just went to him like almost every week uh, to talk to him and he would console me, try to get into my childhood uh, uh, memories and uh, talk about how my family wasn't like the most peaceful, happiest family and all that. Um, I think that helped me a lot. And now I feel like I'm kind of able to adjust to the society and at least appear normal. So what are some of the things you do to help your own mental health? So I remember when I was in middle school, I used to think when one thing goes wrong, it's the end of the world. I, you know, say something wrong in front of it, a classmate. I'm like, man, I should kill myself. Uh, if I you know, fail to you know, get a good grade on something my parents told me to work on, again, man, I, my life is screwed up. I'm never going to make... So that was kind of my mentality until last year when I got a job as an intern at a company and I realized, oh, wait a minute. Um, I'm not the stupidest person in the world. Uh, this this world isn't exactly a place that's so uh, hard and difficult that only the best, most genius, smartest people in the world can make through. So I guess what I kind of try to do every time I screw up, because I am, I do have problems. I, I feel like I'm a little lazy. Like before I used to think it's just my uh, personality to procrastinate and then do things at the very last minute. But it's also just laziness uh, because, you know, I haven't been trained properly, I guess, to uh, organize uh, things to do. So even now, there's an assignment for a class that I was supposed to turn in by yesterday that I was not able to, it's overdue. Um, just 
when I was in freshman or sophomore, you would see me going like, see, this is the evidence that I'm not fit for this world. I'm barely an adult. Uh, is there even point to me um, staying alive? And now I'm like, people have made worse mistakes and that has been fine. So it, again, there are lows and highs because like 30 days ago, before the due date, you know, had passed, I was more in like panic mode. And, uh, you know, what I, what I do when I'm in panic mode is I actually do something that I should not be doing. As in, if I'm panicking because I, I need to get something done and I haven't been able to get it done, I would actually stop trying to do that and go on Netflix and watch a movie or a show, which is kind of counterintuitive because you would think that you should use the remaining time you have, the little that's left of it to work on that. But that oddly, that usually doesn't work because you're so stressed out. So what I would do is actually just purposely not do it and actually focus my attention on something completely different for two hours. And suddenly that gives me energy to uh, do what I'm supposed to do. Uh, but then again, I wasn't able to because uh, again, the deadline was yesterday, but this, I feel surprisingly peaceful about it. I'm like, it's late, but it's not like the professor doesn't accept late work at all. So I can figure out ways to um, get it done and somehow not let that be the end of my life. When I talk to uh, younger people, students like yourselves, I feel like you guys are much more open than my, people my age would. I'm 41. So uh, does that help when you see other people be as open as, as you are? 100%. It's like, uh, again, I only became more at peace with myself before I used to be like, oh, why am I not you know, a better version of myself? Now I feel so much better with myself and at peace with myself because of the fact that now I realize there are a lot of people out there who are, um, and earlier I said stupider than me, but what I really mean is no one's perfect and I'm not the most imperfect person to ever live. There have been people who had, who are flawed in many more ways than I am in more severe uh, intensity than I am, who were able to do great things or at least, you know, uh, uh, make do and, live sometimes as a life that's normal to a certain degree. Um, so that's, I use the word, uh, the word normal just now, and that's kind of, I feel like the trap, because uh, the society tells you that there's normal and abnormal, and hey, what you're doing right now is abnormal, so you should try to be normal. And the more and more you get to know about other people in the world, you realize there are very few people who would, completely fit the normal, you know, uh, stereotype or standard. And and you realize there are people who are just completely, you know, there's something wrong with that guy, uh, according to that notion of normalcy. And that's not as big of a problem as you think. So I think, I think w the less you know about what's going on in other people's lives, you assume that, you know, it must be all right. You assume everything is normal. I'm the only one who's going through this problem. Now I realize there's a lot of people who procrastinate. Now I realize there's a lot of people who uh, are forced to go to a completely new environment and not be able to, you know, really 
adopt to that new environment uh, really well. I realized there's a lot of people who had anger issues growing up. Uh, and that doesn't, like, I'm not, I'm not going through this alone. I'm not this one huge error that, and it's not so weird for someone like me to exist. It, it's actually kind of normal to be abnormal. And yeah, that, that was really eye-opening for me. Yeah. And that's why it's so great when I hear people, like you said, there's a lot of people in college who are just so, like they say it the first day you meet them. Like, oh yeah, by the way, I have depression. And I'm like, oh wow, thank you for telling me that. Um, thank you for telling me that uh, it's normal to be abnormal and there's actually a lot of people who are abnormal abnormal.